tie. I'm loose. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> no, I'm Hannah. Yeah. And I'm loose. And this is Rhyme. Okay. We're so curious. We're so curious. We want to learn. We love to talk. And connect. And listen. That's true. So here we are, listening to you. With a lot of questions. Yeah, we're lifelong learners. We want to know you. Let's rhyme, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> rhyme, baby. Let's rhyme, baby. to be here. Why don't you start by introducing yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Allison Garretts. And uh, what else do I say about myself? And I am uh, an expat living in Amsterdam and a new entrepreneur. What about um female founder? Oh, yeah. Female founder. That is a nice identity to wear. <laughs> it uh, sounds so fashionista. Yeah. The outfits you were wearing on your Morocco retreat. I mean, there's got to be something about your fashion sense in there in your introduction. Yeah, I think I also identify as a designer. So, like, I do also product design. And I think, yeah, with my jewelry line, designing that whole collection. And, yeah, I think that feeds into my style as well. Creative artist. Yeah, creative artist. I don't have to I don't have to take what exists. I can make something mm -hmm. that doesn't exist yet and mm -hmm. put it into the world. And that feels really cool. Yeah. Did you yeah. did you ever did you ever think you were gonna be doing that? Did you have a feeling that was coming? <sighs> That's a good question. I think I've always been like a maker. Like I've always made stuff. I'm like made a garden bed outside out of old palettes and things like that but to make something and sell it is a different ball game I feel it's like a different level but I really love the idea of like using my hands and my brain and like having something in here that can kind of come out through my body and become like a physical something to share with people has always felt really good so I don't know it's hard to say yeah it's hard to say <laughs> yeah but you did it but it. I did it. And it grew very organically. It really yeah. did. And as I look back, like there are so many little signs and signals along the way that this is what I would be doing. You know, I think I've always been like from since I was a kid, I've been making jewelry for people um, and like little wish bracelets for the past like 10 years or something where mm -hmm. you just tie a little pearl on your wrist and then when it falls off, your wish comes true. Um, and yeah, I've been really interested in like taking jewelry classes and then interned for a jeweler as well. And like all these like little things along my path over the past, honestly, like 20 years probably have been leading to this, mm -hmm. but I don't know if it was ever explicitly like a goal. Yeah, mm -hmm. it did come together pretty organically, I would say. And now you've completed two rhyme retreats. So of course, we're curious about, um, can you talk a little bit about like the intersection between maybe your first retreat and like the stage of life you were in and then mm. maybe like what um what supports you already had pre-rhyme and what challenges you were still facing and what shifted for you the first yeah. time? Yeah. 
Yeah, so leading up to the first rhyme retreat, this also came together very serendipitously. I was living in New York at the time and was honestly super burnt out. I was working um, for like a high growth startup on the finance team, was doing work that was really, really challenging for my soul, <laughs> I would say, and was dating um, like a narcissist alcoholic. I remember that Hannah, you had shown that you were in Costa Rica and I was like, do you know of any retreats in Costa Rica? And you were leading up to your very first one. And it was during time that I already had scheduled off of work. And so the stars really aligned very well. And I think going into that retreat, I did have the foundation of like yoga and breath work and meditation, but it was something that um, while was like part of my center was something that I was getting further away from. And so I think the rhyme retreat was such a nice reset for me to really feel like I was coming back home to myself and to the to these practices, to the things that really helped me to feel grounded and safe and secure and like I could like be rooted enough to expand. And mm. it was right, it was in between a move from New York to Amsterdam, um, which was a big life moment for me. And also that was a lifelong dream fulfilled is, is living in Europe. So I think it really helped set me up for what was ahead. Yeah. And if you think back to that version of yourself, like what, what still felt challenging? Like, did you feel fear in your body around like your move or the unknown or your new job? Like, or were mm. you feeling like already like pretty trusting with most of the things you were choosing and you just felt optimized like do you remember that version of yourself so long ago yeah I think I think I remember so distinctly like in my intake call with Luce um being asked what does it feel like if you were to trust yourself and I think that that was a really like big moment for me because I think I was talking about this in the context of like I don't know how to trust men like I, I think I just don't trust men and my relationship history has been challenging <laughs> crying because <laughs> mm. it was and mm. um yeah just that reflection of it's not so much about trusting another person um it's more about trusting that you'll have the tools that you need to like manage anything that comes your way like moment to moment and so that was a big awakening for me mm. yeah mm. yeah I remember that moment that we talked about that and um I remember also telling Hannah like there, this this lady has something really special you know like I just feel it like she's like keeping herself all small but she has this big energy and during the retreat um you you were close all the time you know like observing I could notice that observing and like uh, every time you spoke people were like oh what is she saying like really intensively listening to what you were saying like really we saw you growing <clears throat> during the retreat but still a little bit in the back right but having mm -hmm. this very powerful voice that we're not using as much yet so that was really cool to see like during the first retreat and then obviously we worked together and in the meantime uh here and there a little bit on also trust and releasing like finding your mm -hmm. voice literally right like how can you uh, maybe not find your voice but like how to use it I think that was more 
uh, your journey. And then um, the second retreat, my God, we're just leaning back and this girl's taking over. <laughs> she was like speaking up and that that was that was so beautiful and heartwarming to watch that whole process from from that version then to now. Like how do you see that? How do you explain that in your own words? Yeah, it's funny that you say that you noticed that in the first retreat because I remember the first night of the second, I was speaking to somebody at the dinner table. Like I thought I was just talking to one person and then I looked up and like seven people were listening to me and I was like, okay, I guess I got to talk louder. I have everyone's attention. And so it was like, it was like such a moment of noticing that for myself that I hadn't yet recognized. Um, and yeah, like that feeling of, of being small, I think I used to really resonate with, but at this point I just feel so big and so expansive and like, I don't like my body doesn't match my energy <laughs> exactly <laughs> because if you're listening yeah. he's very tiny <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea I still don't believe it yeah yeah so I noticed that as we were like all going around and sharing that a lot of the especially like the men were sort of like jumping in to make a joke or interrupt one another or like have just their voice heard in, in somebody else's moment sort of and it was really like grating on me I was like I want you to be respectful of whoever is speaking and so when it was my turn I just said um I have a preference to not be interrupted when I share and, mm. and then just mm. began and <laughs> it was powerful <laughs> it was super powerful everybody's like damn girl you're you're right and then you can see him uh, thinking about it he was quiet for a little while and then the next day he, he he came back to that subject in the group again right it's like hey i i, I had all range of emotions and then but thank you for letting me know this and uh, taking up your space and that's what we talked about a lot right <laughs> how can you yeah. take up more space and because there is space for all all of us to take mm -hmm. and you are such a beautiful example of doing that exactly like taking mm -hmm. up the space that you want to take up and that belongs to you also, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think doing it in a way that felt authentic for me, you know, mm -hmm. I wasn't like, I don't want you to talk because that's not no. true. I just, I have a preference to not be interrupted. I have nothing. Mm -hmm. You can talk all you want. Yeah. So that, mm -hmm. yeah, it was good. Do you <laughs> feel like that experience of taking up space and, and learning to trust yourself, like you mentioned from the first retreat, like how does that translate to, to your business was what I was curious about, actually. Mm, you yeah. just launched. You can talk a little about that. <laughs> yeah. So the business that I just launched is is really sort of like conscious luxury. And so wanting to have people, like give people sort of a totem or a reminder of this trust in your intuition and trust in the universe. And so I've developed this line of healing crystals made of yeah healing natural gemstones and then 14 karat gold so that you can wear yeah just wear this reminder of trusting yourself because for me it has been such an opening in my life like I trust that I can move to another country and learn how to live there and I trust that I can start a business and I trust that I can find the right people to bring into my life and I trust that I can handle whatever comes my way and in that comes so much freedom um and the concept was really inspired 
by you two um, going into the retreat. Uh, Lucy recommended that I wear some colors that came to mind during a visualization meditation where we really connected to that feeling of, of being connected to your higher self and sort of seeing what is true low without like all of the, the time and energy spent in your like messy mind sort of trying to work out or worry um, and just having that feeling of calm. And so going into the first round retreat, I made little charms for my necklace and earrings um, with those colors to serve as a reminder. And during the retreat, one of them fell off twice. And Lucy was like, I think you're done with these colors. So that sort of also informed the concept where we've got, yeah, a collection of, I think, 14 different crystals that each have their unique healing properties. So you can change them out moment to moment or day to day, depending on what you need. So maybe you need a little bit more heart opening. So you choose rose quartz or some courage for citrine, or you want like to express yourself authentically and you can wear blue vase agate and they're all connected to the different chakras. And I also am a Reiki healer. So there's a, a little bit of Reiki magic in it all. And it's so fun and yeah, it's such a joy. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> such a genius idea well that that meditation that we did i i, I do sort of with everyone when we start because um we need to use what we have and mm -hmm. you took that to the next level i'm so i think proud of you that you mm -hmm. did that because like what you're selling right now is like your own experience basically right like this helped you and um we talked about this a little bit before the podcast too it's like it's not just luxury jewelry right it's 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 beautiful intentional and and it is supportive and that is mm -hmm. that is so beautiful like it, it it really creates this this intention in people's brain of like i want to speak up more or i want to feel a little bit more and then it can help them to make a decision in a moment that they maybe wouldn't have taken it and that can make like a huge difference in their the experience of life or experience in, in relationships or work or whatever yeah just use what's already there and, and just yeah. place right into that that's so good yeah yeah I re we really wanted it to be sort of like an experiential mm -hmm. brand you know where you like there's breathing involved there's reflection there's mm -hmm. affirmation there's a little bit of learning and just mm -hmm. like this yeah, like sort of cognitive tool also to just like mm -hmm. be this physical reminder of of what you mm -hmm. have within you mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. support self-discovery and self-trust. Mm -hmm. And so what would you say, what would you say if someone was like, um, yeah, I really want to like, I really want to trust myself and I just, I just don't know if I would be able to handle anything that comes my way. Like, I'm just not sure. It's hard for me to actually actually trust that I could handle things. And in fact, I get like really scared thinking about something that I would potentially not be able to handle. Like, how do you translate that from your experience? I would say, well, I think I would first ask a question of like, what what are some moments where you know what that feeling is? Like, you know what you feel in your gut or in your heart and you have that feeling of like, I know what the right thing to do is or what the right next step is. And maybe like, yeah, ask them to share some examples of that to kind of get into it. Um, and then another thing that is coming to mind that actually came through during um, one of my 
healing sessions where I like recommend different crystals was there's nothing to be afraid of when you're honoring yourself. And I think that's something that is easy in theory, right? Or it sounds really nice to just like be in a place in your life where you're able to consistently honor yourself. But we we do have all of these external pressures and also like identities or old identities of being sort of a people pleaser or yeah. Like I think, I think that trust is always there, but sometimes we allow the outside or external to influence and like be louder than our inner voice. Mm-hmm. But I would say to that person, like you've got it in you, you just might not be listening. And so I want them to connect back to like past moments where they felt that. Mm-hmm. to enhance that yeah mm-hmm. so many layers eh? and what what kind of practices for you looking back um were helpful to mm, take off and peel off some layers that were covering that trust because it, like trust is always there we build trust right throughout our life like it's 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 in us we have already have it but access to it sometimes difficult so how did you find that road to trust you just for the people that listen, it's like, oh yeah, maybe that would be something that is helpful for me too. Hmm. I think it's like, it's not any one thing. I think it's like all of these little micro moments. And so I think and like one practice that comes to mind um, from the first retreat was like getting a sense of people's emotions with my eyes closed. So like mm-hmm. standing there and having somebody like come at me with a specific emotion that they were embodying or like, you know, embracing something else that I wasn't able to see them. I wasn't able to, yeah, like use that. Uh, what do I want to say? That part of my, what, what did you say? Like your vision and your taste, your senses. Okay. Your I wasn't senses. able to use that. I wasn't able to use that sense of sight, but regardless of that I still felt that emotion and so I think that was a really opening one for me because in the past I might have had some doubt about what I was reading into in a situation or like you know if somebody said something and I felt like there was something behind that meaning um, it really gave me a bit more confidence that I really did sort of know what that underlying emotion was and so yeah like some of those moments um, yeah and then it's realization think, actually right so that's like the realization that you already know that was yeah happening. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and just exploring this like inner wisdom that we have mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and I think another way that I have built trust in myself is like through little daily habits and so I might like at night when I'm going to bed make myself a promise that I'm going to wake up and meditate or do yoga or Reiki or something like that. And then when I fulfill that promise to myself, it helps me to build trust mm-hmm. in myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good practice to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, wearing your jewelry. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're wearing yeah. it yourself, you know, like you're practicing mm-hmm. what you preach, right? Like you are wearing Oh, it. yeah. <clears throat> Even like... Uh, like me knowing your story we were on the retreat seeing you now wearing a different necklace that that inspired me to think about like oh yeah now she's like consciously thinking about like working on this or like I'm asking a question about it or we talk about it or whatever you know so not even wearing your jewelry at that moment I was inspired by it so 
Beautiful. How can people find your jewelry? Share share about how they can find Longtime Sun. Yeah, so we are on Instagram and also have a web shop. Um, yeah, that's where we are right now. And I think next year we've got some goals of doing some pop-ups or collaborations and things like that. But for today, on Instagram and our website, longtimesun.co long time so can you say, like just a little bit about the the name like what is that mm, yeah so this name came to me oh my gosh I don't even know probably in 2013 um I was in a kundalini yoga class in Charleston where Hannah and I used to practice yoga and um uh, one of our teachers Alex would she yeah kundalini yoga you usually end with the song that goes may the long time sun shine upon you all love surround you and the pure light within you guide your way on and it's just like such a beautiful message and really i think speaks to the core of our brand like coming back to that pure light within yourself mm. and trusting that to to lead you and help you yeah, really find your way back home to yourself and into that like integrity and authenticity. And yeah, I think when you let it guide you from my experience, like life, it just gets so much better when you can really connect with and honor yourself. So that is the, yeah, the meaning behind the name. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Good stuff, yeah. huh? Really good stuff. Such an honor. And yeah, it's just amazing because you know, you were on our first retreat ever, which was which was the retreat that we were like, oh, shit, people are signing up. I guess this is a thing now. <laughs> and then, you know, leading it and guiding it and learning from the eight of you and exchanging information here in Costa Rica. And like, yeah, like, like Luce and I were sort of like in the stage you are now, like just this launch and like people are biting and you're like, OK, you know, and. <laughs> It's just really special that you were such a big part of that. And we learned so much, like Lou said, from you and just from the whole group. And now to see that organically rippling out into, you know, all all of you now who we've, who we've met and who we've worked with. And also like as our business continues to, it really feels like a, like a big, beautiful web that just keeps expanding. So it's such an honor too witness and thank you so much for oh, seeing you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully we see you back in Costa Rica next year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was so good. Learning and growing together. Keep on learning and growing together. Yeah. And dreaming. And dreaming. Next <laughs> and enjoying. <clears throat> like if you're listening and you're interested in a rhyme retreat, let us know if you'd also be interested in receiving a long time sun necklace as part of your mm. <laughs> retreat package. <laughs> hmm? Teasing, yeah. teasing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. As always, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Rhyme Baby. If you'd like to connect about a retreat, you can find us on Instagram at rhyme underscore with us or visit our website www.rhymewithus.